All right, Eric, the spotlight is on. Spotlight is on you, my friend, Uh-oh. as always. But America's so sweetheart, I present to you Eric Shea. Hello, everyone. Thank How you. Are you. Thank you. Are you? I want you to do the Ralphie. You're freaking the hands going. You're, you're the big star of the night, Eric. Uh, we are see? here. We're here for the say hi. No, I don't see. Oh, We're okay. here for the spotlight. And I, I will say one thing before we get into the nitty gritty of the spotlight. Uh, on the surface level, this week continues like a pretty good run with I the uh, DC because of the fact I'm saying there's each week seems to have at least one big issue. And we're going to talk about that big issue tonight. It's hot in this room, Eric. I'm trying to get through this, and I'm just sweating. But before I go on, I just want to remind you that we have a website, WeirdScienceDCComics.com, where we have these reviews there. We also have a Twitter page, WeirdScienceDC. And we also have a Patreon account that you can go to, patreon.com slash weirdscience. You can support us. And I just want to mention real quick before we go on to the book of the week, uh, we also have an exclusive spotlight that is voted by the Patreon badasses. And this week they picked Super Sons number five. So if you want to hear Super Sons number five being reviewed by one Eric Shea, you're going to have to go over to Patreon, give us a couple couple cents there we, we just want a little support to, to get our freaking significant others off our backs for the amount of time that we do I, I told you already uh it got me out of a fight already because my wife was about to yell at me about all the money i spent on all the stuff for this podcast <laughs> she couldn't she had to shut her goddamn mouth so it was worth well, it fucking mission accomplished uh but we are here to talk about the big book of the week which will be Batman number 25 and in a, in a week of oversized anniversary issues Eric this is obviously the extra big sized book. anniversary extra issues sized, I'm sorry I love it because right. I can't say it's oversized it's no. extra sized I like too that this one uh, Tom King was on Twitter and somebody said hey buddy you know you, you guys charge an extra dollar I call bullshit because I got an Aquaman preview in the back and he's like still count the pages and do the math and I'm like well I see uh, four pages taken up by two spread fucking pages that meant nothing yeah so right there i'll do the goddamn math you're a I got a character standing in the dark i got another character sitting in the dark done yeah, and yeah done. there you go four pages done done and done uh but eric i'm just gonna i'm gonna have to make a clean start to this as we do to make it so i can put it on our regular podcast that comes out every sunday night eric a 10 plus hour podcast uh this week i think we have about 12 issues that we'll be talking on that uh which i will mention at the end of the podcast but right now eric batman number 25 professional eric yeah (laughs) i always ruin it written by tom king Art by Michael Yannon, June Chung, and Clayton Cowles. The war of jokes and riddles has started, but Tom King is intent to start it with a whimper instead of a bang. I do think he wants to take his time with this story, but it's already a bit too boring for me. Throw in the fact that King continues to neglect the details of his scenes in the attempt to make everything a big moment and a voice that just doesn't feel like Batman, and I'm wondering why people are still praising him for this run. I did like Michael Yannon's art a lot, but even that felt a bit too sterile to excite me i am still in the long in for the long haul but i am already questioning why eric and this issue you said to me before we started you went in first off i i've been bitching and moaning about it all week so of course like myself you went into this hoping you would like it and and again i've been excited about the war of jokes it was just that title alone sounds really cool to me okay we got the red order we got the joker jim's been bitching all week you know what Eh. i'm gonna love this issue just to throw in his fat fucking face uh, yeah fat Ooh. You son of a bitch. You and Juan deserve a slap. Uh, why I want I actually, I'll, I'll admit, I wanted you to like it too. First off, so I could prove you're an idiot. Yeah. Uh, second off, I, actually, I, do, I don't want to come off this podcast as being anti-Tom King. Because I told you, last year, 2016, who did I pick writer of the year? I think it was a Mr. One it of was a Mr. Tom, Tom King. King. Grayson, Book of the Year. Uh, I mean, these are my guys. Michael Yannon, I think, was Artist of the Year. And at one point, we were doing the end of year awards, and I said, God damn it, I got to I gotta step back and I come know, up with Grayson something because heavy. everything's Grayson. Because I did love that. Now, again, people love Vision. I have yet to finish that. People and people did Man. love Omega Men. I was lukewarm. Yeah, yeah. I, you hated it. I, 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 I can say right now, as we step back, you hated it. 
And I forced you. That was at a point where you even begged at one point not to even talk about it on the, the podcast. I think we eventually didn't. We did, uh, but no, at first, I'm sorry. I, we we started. I think we stopped, and then we went back. Yeah, I was going to say we end. we ended like we we skipped. Like I think you might have reviewed some with Reggie or somebody. Yeah, I think else. I, I did, know, but though. I don't even think we had the full run. I think like eight, nine around there. We kind of skipped because we had so many other books, and you just didn't want to talk about it. And really, uh, when it comes down to it, the again the nitty gritty, I don't like to talk about a book like that without you. I need you to hold my hand, Eric. You're my sweetheart. And plus, uh, it was you're crazy not just America's sweetheart. One of my favorite characters, Kyle Rayner, yeah. and I fucking loathe that book. Yeah, you're Jim's sweetheart. Well, again, here's the thing. I'll, I'll Before we go on with this issue, I'll say to you, I thought that is Kyle. He didn't have the voice for Kyle, another no. big character. I don't think that he's comfortable with these big characters. Uh, I think that the way he writes a book is basically he gets some ideas about what people would go gaga about. Then he goes from there and writes a story around it instead of it naturally happening. I've been saying this all along because – and it's not even something that I go through a book now and I got the fine-tooth comb out because I'm an asshole. I, I do. This is the problem. I'm starting starting to hate talking about Batman because I come off as a negative asshole. And I really do. I come off as somebody who's just out to find something negative. And, and I'm not going to stop until I do. Uh, and if that's the case, I, I thank you, Tom King, because you make it pretty easy for me. Because as you go through the book and this issue again, there is just some big flaws in the scenes that just they they drive me nuts he he is not very good at setting up backstories of a character because we have a joker here and we're going to start it off right now we have the joker in this book where i can't get a grip of where this joker is in the no, timeline of the joker that's the biggest problem because this is, you know, kind of a continuation of where we were with Scott Snyder's zero year. We found out this is a year later that joke, the War of Jokes and Riddles is going on. Yes. We've had, you know, the Riddler locked up for his crimes d- during Savage City for a year now. We knew during that zero year that the you know R- Joker Red Hood had fallen into the vat and become Joker. Yeah, he became now, Joker then. a year then. after that where, you know, the Joker should be right into his fucking prime. He should, yeah. be, you know, become the arch nemesis of the Batman that we all know and love. And it comes off like he is a re- almost to the point of wanting to be retired. Yeah. He is done with this fucking nonsense. Nothing he is- can make him laugh. That's the it's, that's it's, the catch. It's so weird. Yeah, and when you go and and really, if we keep we do keep mentioning uh, the new fifty two, but that's the continuity that we're dealing in. Yeah. And when the new fifty two starts, which is you know four years after this, this is a Joker. Now he's cutting off his face. He's got all this other things. But this seems like I actually I don't know about you. I actually thought that this story was going to be the rise of what we know as the Joker. The Red Hood well. became the Joker. He's been doing some things on the side. Riddler's out of the picture and I, I i'll tell you i actually like the idea going from the zero year to this as at that point in gotham the the riddler is enemy number one like he is the worst and i like that because both scott snyder and even tom king going from that i like the concept of a villain that kind of gets shoved aside as a joke as kind of a you know a foolish little guy who says riddles and stuff like that that he is the big bad and now He's mad because the Joker is rising up to take his place, but that's not really the case. That's not, not what we have. And that, that I, and again, this isn't me being, you know, script doctor, Eric. This is just me wondering where this Joker is at this point. And it starts off, and there's some guys, and again, it's a very cinematic uh, scene. And you go, and I, I would even say that what he was trying to go with is at the beginning you might have, but the problem is we've already seen him turn into the Joker in Zero Year, but I think he might have wanted people to think that this was the Joker on the, the, the you know, he's trying out a stand-up almost like uh, in, like we saw uh, in you know, uh, The Killing Joke. That's what I'm saying, The Killing Joke. It's a very Killing Joke, you know, reminiscent thing where he's trying out his routine. It's not working or whatever, but it's not him. It's actually just a comedian, and you get a background. A narrative, a background narrative of Batman talking, and you find out later if you didn't realize at first that it is Batman saying and saying, you know, I looked over everything. I went to where it began. I talked to the people who I could. I watched the recordings. I did the record, all this stuff. And he says, if there was evidence, I collected evidence.
evidence, and it starts to already grate on me. I'm telling you, this opening narration of Batman getting into the story of the War of Jokes and Riddles, like you said, it immediately grated on me just because it goes back to the Tom King thing where we have to repeat everything in case – I don't yeah. know if like he thinks the readers are idiots or whatever. But, no, he you thinks know, Selena like, because it's, it's Selena he's talking to. There, he thinks she's like, sexy but dense. If there were recordings, I watched the recordings. If there were witnesses, I interviewed the witnesses. He's like, yes, you did your due diligence. Yeah, Move on understand. the goddamn story. And, and then at the end, though, he says that he's like, hey, I spoke to – I talked to them in their cells. I spoke to them across the bars. They told their stories. Some of it was true. Some of it wasn't. And then he says – and he goes on and on and then basically says what happened, what motivated him, what motivated me. Whether I know that or understand that, I don't. All I can do is tell the story. I'm like, okay, so basically – you don't know anything, Batman. So is this it's like a again, whisper down the lane? Because you already yeah, told me you, like, some like things you, are true, some things are false. Yeah. You know exactly what went down, Batman. And basically that whole thing he's saying is, listen, Selena, because he's talking to Selena. Hey, hey, baby, you know what? Uh, I got to tell you this bad part of my story here. I, I did some shit that nobody knows about. Let me tell you. That's all he has to say. But yeah, yeah. It, it's again, it's got it has to be. talk is terrible. It has to be. Too, yeah, it is. It's awful. It has to be so fancy. But you have this guy and he's he's awful. This comedian. He's up there and Joker's there. And he's like, hey, listen, I, I know I, I bombed there. But hey, I got some uh, jokes about a trip to Scotland and tries to start. And Joker just shoots him and then says, next, please. Now a guy comes out. Hey, I'm Max. I'm Chris Feeder from Queens. Why would this guy just stroll out like this? Like, give me something where the Joker has offered them a million dollars, offered them something, uh, said that basically I'm going to kill you, you're back there, have thugs with them. Nothing. Well, this exactly. guy comes there's, out. There's no thugs at all. Like you're saying, there's there's these grandiose freaking like you know scenes that he wants to set up here, but yeah. there's no explanation that makes and, him you yeah, know, have why any Why are they doing this? Why are they performing for the Joker? Like I said, have it that they have been offered a million dollars. Now, maybe they have, because with Tom King, he's not going to tell us. So basically, Joker's there. This comedian comes out, all of a sudden turns into an old lady with a man bun out of nowhere. I, it seems very weird. But hey, he's a, hey by yeah, the way, uh, yeah, <laughs> by the way, I'm telling you, you look at the one before, and he has like a, uh, a, a weird like a surfer hair coming down on the one side, and then it's pulled back tight. But it's fine. Uh, he says, hey, by the way, before you go, clear off the stage. So this guy, who just seems to be a stand-up comedian, gets the dead body of the guy who just went before him, drags him, and then dumps him into the orchestra pit or whatever, the yep. front rows of the thing, that looks to be full of 40 dead people. Yeah, and then that, starts his routine. Comic. Yeah, starts his routine then. Hey, I just got in from Cleveland, and boy, my arms are tired. Hey, Boom. there, Joker. You want to hear a joke? Like, why is this guy there? Why hasn't he shit his pants and run off? It's just, it's nonsense. Again, it's supposed to be a spectacle, a cinematic scene. I don't understand it because I don't know why all of these people in a row are lining up to get shot. But the end result is the Joker can't laugh, Aaron. He can't laugh. And without him being able to laugh, he's, well, he's trying to find a way to laugh, which seems to be shooting everybody in the face. That that seems to be his his laughter. That's funny to me. Uh, then you go off and you have to be introduced to, to the Riddler, reintroduced really, because it is from Zero Year. And this this is a guy. And we who find in out Zero that the Riddler during this, like you know, his time in prison or in Arkham, he's done nothing but work yeah. out the entire time. Yeah, he's worked out. He looks sexy as hell. Uh, the other thing he's done, Eric, if the GCPD has problems with a case, they come and talk to him. And like you said, they're not just riddles. It's more of you know the if way he spot thinks a pattern things. He spots that we're a not pattern. Seeing. He we does this. Like a new set of eyes, but also. So a genius set of eyes. Yeah. Now you go from this pit and then you go to them showing this. And it's weird because, again, they, this detective's there who then becomes a lieutenant, Eric, which I, I have. A, but he's like, hey, I got 14 dead in Gotham here, Enigma. And he has a map. Now, the problem is the progression of what we just see, saw. I think that some people would think that the 14 are those in that, that fucking couple rows uh, in that theater. I really do because you look. It looks like I might be able to count them and see 14. I know that it's not. It's around town. He's doing this around town. But the way you progress into that scene, I bet you people are a bit confused. Now, in the meantime, Batman says in the narration that the GCPD has done this often. So they they have – this isn't just this one guy. You're also legitimately shown twice – that there is a – the camera in this interrogation room on. It's it's filming them. As this far is the recording tell, that Batman has watched. Yeah, and they watch the recording. So they are there. So you have you – now, is this Arkham 
Is this Blackgate? Is this the GCPD interrogation room at the headquarters? Because if it's I the would headquarters, have to say it's the GCPD headquarters. And that's the weird thing. Why would they get a criminal who basically, like I said, this is he is Osama bin Laden of Gotham. He kept oh, yeah. Gotham hostage. People died uh, during zero year. Uh, why would they take him out of Arkham, take him all the way to the GCPD, and have him there with no other guards Just with the them and not cuffed? Alone. Yeah, why isn't he cuffed? Why no. is this guy? Now you can say, oh, Jim, he's not a violent criminal. He's the Riddler. No, he killed people in zero year. Yes, he, he did. did. He killed people. He is a murderer. He, he, he's a bad guy. You can't just have him. Now you tell me this is Blackgate. He, he's not eating people, but he might as well be a Hannibal no, Lecter with yeah, his fucking yeah, intellect yeah. level and the way he, he's murdering people Now you the tell past. me, oh, Jim, they wouldn't take him out of the prison this is the detective going to the prison well this is the other thing we've already spelled out that this is way out in the open this is something the gcpd has done he would have guards from Blackgate. The Blackgate guards would be there with him. They, I don't even I, know I, about is, that. I would just say maybe even Arkham guards because in well, my mind, uh, yeah. he's a fucking evil genius. Well, I'm like, saying if he's, he's in Arkham, insane. I'm saying wherever he is, he would be cuffed. And he would have guards there. There wouldn't just be this detective, just Lucy Goosey. This is a guy who had the city hostage, basically almost destroyed Gotham. And so, the, you know, you have the detective there. And he's like, hey, do you see a pattern? And uh, Riddler sees it, and he realizes it's the Joker. Now, the other thing I have a problem with, unless I'm looking at it, it's one of these things where you stare at the map, and then all of a sudden you see a fucking donkey. Uh, I wish that there was a pattern that I could see on this. It's not a magic picture. Yeah, I wish that it was. I wish that I could see what he's well, seeing. I'm, or I'm it just because you know we we have a map given in front of us of Gotham. We're supposed to yeah. know that there are locations of bodies that the Joker has killed, bodies. and they're looking fourteen bodies. Yep. And I'm looking at this map here. I'm like, okay, I don't see it, but there's also supposed to be a thing that we find out later on, where it's like, why is six afraid of seven? I don't see that. Yeah, on there. I don't like, see it either. So you're you got this. You have this whole mystery. I wish that at this point. Riddler would have had a red pen, circled some things, done something, so then we can see and go, oh, I or see what he's saying. Or at least have a psychopath wall where the police have fucking yarn set yeah. up on a goddamn wall. Maybe you know? this is something that will be revealed later. I don't think so. And he's saying, hey, sorry, I don't know, Detective, but, at le- but can't you at least see that is the joke? And you see this map, and you're like, okay. And then the, the detective, he gets mad. He's like, listen here, asshole, stop throwing shade at me. Here's the deal. You don't get help if I don't get help. That's it. You know what? And then he says, guess Gordon's right. Only the bat can figure out where Joker's hiding. So they're looking to see if there's a pattern to where he's hiding. Uh, So that's when Riddler's like, no, no, wait, come back here. And then he gives him the riddle. And he's like, hey, you know, what what, what was the fucking riddle? Uh, What the hell was it? Can you just tell me why the end of the world never comes? Because this guy's going. He's like, no, no, come on back. Come on back. I'll help you. I'll help you. And then the riddle is, can you tell me why the end of the world never comes? And the guy goes, excuse me. And then Riddler jumps up, grabs a, a shank from somewhere. He, a knife? Did he grab it off of the detective? Because I don't no. know a detective that has that knife. Where did it come from? He slices the, the detective's throat. And there you go. Right away now I'm like, wait a second. This this is a real psycho. Like, again, Riddler did kill people in Zero Year. They yeah, were based this on riddles. This is, this is a riddle, but it's like, okay. I, yeah, but then, it's a riddle, but what does it have to do with anything? Yeah, and what does it – so you go from here then and you're like, okay, now you're going to get – this, the crazy scene that I think Tom King was sitting there and thinking, and this might have been something. It reminds me, I'm telling you, it's a weird thing. It reminds me of Paul McCartney here. Paul McCartney would write bits of weird. songs and then just shove them together. And you, you you listen to some Paul McCartney songs, especially with Wings, Eric, and these yeah. songs have eight different parts that don't fit together that he just shoves. And what I think is Tom King always had this idea of a psycho killer or whatever stabbing somebody 26 times because that's the letters of the alphabet to show them that he had something to say, something that he was trying to spell out. That doesn't sound like the Riddler to me. And also, where are the guards? He stabbed this guy 26 times. 
times. He says at points he moved to different locations. He had problems here. He went there. I said in my review on the site, stab the air. Just stab the air 26 times. As, and the, the Riddler is going full out behind his back, you know, behind his head and stabbing. You do that 26 times, it's going to take you minutes. And there is nobody arriving. Not one person is waiting, uh, watching, like you said, through that, you know, two-way mirror. They don't yeah. have a guard in the room. So basically the scene is just set up so he could stab him 26 times. So you go, oh, man, that's fucking cool. He stabbed him for the amount of times of the alphabet. He, he wanted them to know what they meant. The problem is, after the scene goes, because we skip out of this to the Joker, but after the scene, it seems like he walks out of the room. Now you have the whole GCPD SWAT team there. Like, where were they before? I, I, I'm telling you, though, like I, I was telling you before with this whole thing where, like, if we were forced, like, we we're doing, like, hypotheticals earlier at work, you know, like, you know, what kind of character, like, who, what superhero would you want to write if you were ever given the opportunity? What villain would you want to write? And I'm telling you. I would never want to write the Riddler because I would never be able to do a no. good job because the, the idea of coming up with these Riddlers that make sense and have yes. you know meaning to them, you know, for what the character is trying to yeah. do, I would never yeah, be able to get my head ass. around that. And the whole thing here, I still don't think Tom King can do that either because, no. you know, why does the end of the world ever come? Because it's round and this is, somehow means, you know, I'm going to stab you 26 times, which means yeah. I have something to say. Why not like, have a riddle? Yeah, why not have a riddle about what does the guy with no mouth say? You know, something. Something that has to do with... Not getting your word across. There's is this a, a riddle? What, what I'm Nicole no Riddler. Brown? Yeah, I'm no Riddler as well. Yeah, what, I, what, what did Nicole Brown Simpson go for as Halloween? What's that? Uh, a Pez dispenser? Ooh, yeah, there you go. That's not but a riddle, but still. No, but yeah, something. why not Why not have a riddle that's based on somebody talking, not being able to talk? Because you have it set up because he does slash his throat. So you have a way like, what, when does a man not have a voice but is always heard? I don't know. I'm making that up, Eric. I'm no Riddler. Riddler's terrible. <laughs> See, but that'd be cool. Come up with that. But yeah, it, it just you. It's all for a scene. It doesn't make sense because when you go back later, you also have a lot of problems. But before that, you go I'm now. The to whole miss thing, the whole fucking Batman sixty six Frank Gorshin Riddler, yeah. where it's just like, all right, it's a C. You know, penguins live in the sea. Shit like that. You know, that I, C, I want something that gets that's a, like, like cat starts with a C. Yeah. Oh, here I don't we go. Know. Yeah, yeah. So we go off and we're going to see at the Joke Factory where the the uh, Joker was before. Now we were told that they were trying to figure out where the Joker is through this map that Nigma was, was looking at. Now the guy who would have known now is laying there with a sliced throat. But now they're at the place where Joker's at. So to me that throws that whole last scene uh, you know, uh, basically being worthless. And you said maybe somebody heard the shots and they went. Well, well there saying, you, you go. Here, you, so, have, you have a bang where, like, when Gordon's yeah. there. So, and they said, all right, go send yeah. everybody but in. But they're already set up there. I mean, yeah. they even have well, the fucking yellow a, tape. They a shitload of people in there. They have the point, yellow so. tape. They have ambulances there. Everything's there already. But so that whole scene that you just saw with the Riddler and the detective trying to figure out what where Joker was – it's pretty much null and void. It doesn't matter now because they're where the Joker is, and Gordon's there. He's trying to decide, hey, should we go in? And they do. Hey, take, send him in. And then there's an explosion. And this is a really, again, this is a really cinematic scene. It's very reminiscent of Dark Knight to me. Uh, but uh, it just when you're doing that, you have the scene set, but then things get ridiculous again because you have them there. Everybody's distracted by this fire, but the problem is the fire is going. You have cops. Joker is behind. How he gets there, we don't know. How no. he gets a gun, he has the same gun probably. He goes, shoots a policeman in the back of the head. There's a bang, so it's not silenced. It's He's no. just there. And the thing and, is, like he got behind the cops even though the cops just heard a bang come from yeah. inside, which forced him to say, okay, let's move in. Yeah, yeah. And now and, he's behind everybody and shoots a cop in the back of the head yeah. where nobody reacts. All the other yeah, cops are just watching the fire. There are cops right there. You see them in the scene. A police officer that hears a shot, whether or not a building is on fire, they hear a shot, they're going to at least look, if not start fucking firing. They're going to turn and, around and, with and guns drawn. When freaking Joker turns his sights to a woman who just happens to be walking by and sees yeah. us and he shoots her right in front yeah. of them, you think shoots they would her. react to that? Yeah, right there. And you even see, you see the guys right there. You see them right there. There's two shots fired. They're, they're, these police officers would be screaming, shots fired, shots fired, going, and, and they would just – but no. And, and Joker has enough time to try to make the guy smile because, again, he's shooting this. 
just, hey, a guy walks into a bullet. Nope, that's not funny. So now we're getting the whole concept of the Joker is just trying to see something to make him laugh. He tries to put a smile on this dead cop's face. It doesn't work. He's like, no, no. Walks says, sees the lady like, oh, my God. Like, you would think. And she screams. Yeah. Ah! Nobody reacts. And then a bang. Shoots her. No, woman walks into a bullet. No, 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 no. And you look, when you look at the Joker walking away, there is a guy legitimately five feet from the dead bodies and 10 feet from the Joker. He has fired two shots. You cannot tell me that that fire has distracted him so much that a police officer would not hear two shots fired. Have the gun be, you know, muffled. Have it that it was a silencer. So we go back to the Riddler, and the Riddler's now, he has his hat. We don't know how, but he's coming out. What you would only guess is the interrogation room. You have have so, right? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight guards standing there. Now, in the meantime, Batman has told us that the 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 Riddler has helped the guy learn how to bet on football. Yeah, he's helped. <laughs> you know, he, the, the guard at Arkham, I'm guessing, helped him fucking bet on uh, football. Bam. Yeah, so you have, you have so Riddler taught you. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna teach you. I'm gonna get you a lot of money. It seems weird. It's not like the Joker can see into the future. I guess he sees patterns in the games and stuff. That basically, it's not how to how to bet on football. He was just basically showing him well how to bet on football. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. He's telling him kind of like almost like counting cards because he sees patterns so well. So the guy has gotten rich. And in return, uh, Riddler didn't want anything but stories about the guards. Now, here's where the thing is. These are jail guards that they're talking about. These guys who are lined up are GCPD. They are not guards at Arkham. No. They are not Blackgate guards. These are not, you know, any Unless guards. everybody at the GCPD is moonlighting as fucking guards yeah, somewhere. They, no. These are SWAT team of J- GCPD. They would not be there. Now, if these were the ones, and you are at the GCPD, and these, all these guards were there because that's how he got transferred from Arkham to the GCPD here. Still not the guards that that Riddler would have been talking about. Riddler was talking to a guard in jail about the other guards at the jail. These are GCPD. Yep. He would not know anything about these guys. Uh, it's terrible. And the fact that they are just standing outside there. Not one of these guys was in the room with them Nobody or reacted. Yeah, or reacted. It's just, again, it is a wow scene because Riddler now gets out without lifting a finger. All because he does he just is starts stand saying there names. with all these guns pointing in his face. Yep. He starts saying people's names now, and yeah. it turns out they're like, you know, wives and children of these Yeah, wives and children. You know what? Here's me. I'm one of those first guards. Rafe Werner. Pop. Ethan Werner. No. no. I, and again, if I shoot him, I, I'm done. I am no, in trouble. He, he just you know what happens he has is, a weapon. No, I know. You know what else happens, though? I turn the gun around and hit him right in the fucking face with it. I get the butt of the fucking gun, and that motherfucker, I activate his dental plan, break his goddamn nose, and then I kick him right in the face, Eric. I hope he has there a is nose no way. Too. And, and there, you don't have the right to say the names. Yeah, you know what? He doesn't react to that, and I don't care because, like you said, he has just killed. No, they have their guns drawn for a reason. Yeah. They, they are not just there because they're hanging out at the water cooler. They have their guns out because they know something is wrong. They that he has done something. Possibly know wrong. that he just killed a detective. You, you can, like you said, open fire. Have every one of them open fire. He just says, you know what, motherfucker? Because I can't say that I think the Riddler has people outside. He doesn't say that. He doesn't say, f- oh, you know what? My friends on the outside know names like Kelly John Kim. Oh, no, I can't do anything to him and even or he'll if get I these other people. After the fact, you know, like, oh, my God, you just killed somebody, even though you, in my mind, you have the right to because you just murdered a cop right there. Yeah. And is possibly still armed and dangerous. The idea in my mind, this is like, you know, the early days of Batman and Gotham. All these motherfuckers are crooked in my mind. You take yeah. off out a sidearm from your fucking ankle, put it yeah. down by his fucking feet. There you go. Yeah, really. That's, that's all you do. Yeah, you, you just put a gun in his hand. Eyes for you. Those guys are all just, fucking and, crooked. And the, the thing that gets me then is that he's, t- at this point, uh, Batman's doing the narration. He's saying, listen, he, he wanted to, he, he got this crooked guard, Ronnie. Ronnie made quite a lot of money on these bets. Uh, it was money for his kid, for his daughter. Ronnie told me Riddler never asked for anything that helped him in an escape. Not a shovel, not a knife, not anything. This is the perfect time, and Repairman Jack said it as well in the comments on our site. Uh, this is the perfect time. To explain how he got that shiv or knife or whatever he had. Why not? All he wanted was a knife 
and stories about guards because where did he get that where was that knife it's just it's just there because he has to use it and so these guys let him go Uh, all these guys fired there's no way they're like oh why'd you let him go he said my daughter's name yeah you know what you're gonna have a lot of time with your daughter you're fired Go start making pancakes, motherfucker. I get so mad. Then he says, you know, when is is it bad luck to see a black cat when you're a mouse? Okay, whatever. Uh, All right. Thank you for that. uh, Can Riddler, can I get him in an interrogation room so he can slice my goddamn throat? Tell me a goddamn riddle. Here's the riddle. Why am I reading this? Here's the next. uh, Then you go to the scene. Joker's in the cab. And he tells another joke. When is Batman not Batman? When Tom King writes him. Yeah, yeah, really. Uh, You have this. When do I care about the jokes and riddles? Maybe next two weeks from now. Hopefully. They they, they go. Joker's in the cab. Now, this is where uh, I want. Again, this is just. I don't even consider these nitpicks. You have the Joker, who now we've. We see that Gordon uh, has said he's no he's a known joker. He just yeah. waltzes around town. And you know, he's in the cab. What cab driver's picking him up? He's there and he's like, Hey, I got a joke for you. And he's like, Hey, a man goes to a toy store and says he would like to buy a new boomerang and also he'd like to know how to throw his old one away. The guy I the cab that driver joke was pretty funny. I thought this guy's laughter was, you know, maybe a little bit over the top, yeah, but yeah. no, it was just fun. It's not a bad joke. I'm telling you, I actually thought possibly the reason the Joker can't laugh, he needs a new joke book. Yeah. But he shoots the cab driver and it's like no no that wasn't funny because the guy goes that was pretty funny he goes no it's not and this is where you get this weird narration i get that this is where the joker actually this was supposed to be suicide by cabbie because he thought that he was going to kill this cab and the cab was going to crash and he was going to break his neck and it was hilarious best punchline because it's just a simple cab crash is the thing that kills the joker but even at this point we don't. We know that the GCPD are after him. He's killed a shitload yeah. of people. Doesn't yeah. seem to be on Batman's radar all of that too much at this point because they have Riddler coming in to fucking take care of things. Like yeah. Batman doesn't seem to be on top of this, but like he is not that established in my mind as being a year into this whole thing. No. To, to be like, you like know, like oh, this. I'm going to kill myself. Yeah. This will be well, hilarious. Nobody cares even about go, you yet, Joker. You know, you and all these things, everybody can say, well, you know what? This is Batman's, you know, he's this is only his second year yeah. uh, of work. Um, but why wouldn't he have gotten the call? There had to have been some call from wherever it was, Arkham, Blackgate, fucking GCPD, when the Riddler went out. He doesn't seem to react to that. Yeah, you know, well, it's hey, the, the Riddler said That's the thing. The Batman only works a fucking mo- a night. And that's why yeah, the Joker's and now, my so mic, so this, everybody during yeah. the day. And at this point, Riddler is is gone. Like he's been out for a while, it seems, and he just ends up going to where the Joker hides out. He saw that. This is where he saw on that map where he yes. would be. He just this ends is the up. The clown knows that he yeah. was like all about like okay. The clown knows where the Joker's staying because every all the murders are fucking making a goddamn you know connect the dots picture of a clown on this map, and he goes to where the Joker's going to be hiding out. Which you know, f- funny enough, the yeah. goddamn that's where the cab crashes and he just yeah, gets that's out where of the, the cab, cab crashes into his penthouse. Yeah, and this guy just uh, Joker just walks in. He's a wanted criminal. It seems like all oh, the GCPD is trying to find where he is. He just walks in as the Joker in the lobby. Probably says hi to the doorman. Goes in, takes the fucking elevator. The elevator guy lets him out. I mean, this is very odd. At one point. Where Riddler's walking in, he's walking past a lot a of, people, of people, a shitload of people. So why aren't any of them calling the GCPD and saying, uh, you know what? I think this Joker guy lives in this you know, building. The guy who's that killing I everybody you're worried about. Yeah, you know about. the guy who's killing everyone, and and it looks like the Joker. Like, and, uh, you know, he just walks in. He just walks in. Now you have the Riddler, who a year ago, what, like I said, was enemy number one. By this point, it would have been all points bulletin. The fucking Riddler is out. Yeah. yeah. He just walks in, walks by people. They don't even notice him. He goes in, and he ends up going to the 78th floor. Again, 79th one fucking, floor. One of these fucking big-ass goddamn buildings here. I'm telling and, you, I looked at this goddamn thing because it says 78 on the on the, on the the elevator fucking and telling you where to go. Yeah. I'm guessing it went up one more floor because in okay. my mind— Mind. The whole thing is on this map, like the, what Joker's been spelling out to Batman to try to yeah. get him at the location is why is six afraid of seven? Because seven, eight, nine. And I got to imagine that it's yeah. seven, nine, but I guess it could be seven, eight. But where's the extra number come in? I don't know. Because I in my know. mind, it's ATE for eight then, because it's seven, eight, yeah. nine. So it would be seven, nine. But it says seven, eight here, it yeah. looks like to me at least. I mean, it's it's very odd to me, the again, whole progression. And again, even as, just, yeah. Because as he's when, going in, when the Riddler walks in, he sees the fucking cab and he gives another goddamn riddle that means nothing. Yeah, he gives that, but he also has that whole thing with like, yeah, the doorman says twelve. The visitor said, yeah, that whole riddle with it's the amount of letters and stuff. And I, I'm too st- stupid. Uh, but again, you have this. He goes up there. He goes in. Knock, knock.
Mark. There's the, the fucking four pages to just get him talking to the, the Joker who's just sitting there. And again, they, they just walk through. These are two of the most wanted criminals in Gotham. They're just walking through crowded places no, no, looking actually, like you know themselves. What? Before we go on to the whole thing is – what was the point of that whole like th- that story that the Riddler was talking? Did you get anything out of that where the Which guy one? was trying to get into the nightclub and it had a password yeah, to get I in? Th- actually, I think that that's how he, he came about of where the, the floor or the apartment was. I think that that also leads into – I'm telling you, I'm a dummy. I'm t- I, I read I'm a dummy. this, and I'm trying to see the correlation to get us to where yeah, we are in the story to, like from this whole thing about like – you know. The guy said ten, and like the person trying yeah. to get into the nightclub, he says three. Then so like, oh, uh, like okay, yeah, this and is it's the whole basically thing. the amount of numbers not halved. That you know, yeah, that's exactly. The, that's it's, the it's riddle. That, but it's why? Up where the, initially, the riddle seems to be that like the guy thinks that like you take a number like six, the answer is three. You take yeah. a number, and then like at the end, we find out that you know it's the number that the guy gives you, and you spell yeah, it out how ten, many letters are in that. Ten, ten isn't is five. Ten is no, three again. Exactly. And you're like, okay. I don't know what no. this means to where we are in the story. I guess, though. I guess we're dumb. I guess we're dumb, Eric, and I don't think that that's going to wrap around and solve all my problems here. But yeah, you have the Riddler and the Joker talk now, uh, basically the Riddler talk, and I actually like this. Now, the Riddler has become the most sexiest man alive. <laughs> he better be on the world's most sexiest men list. He's a sexy dude. Uh, the Joker's just there, and the Riddler says, listen, I realized by looking at that map that you can't laugh anymore. And I'm like, oh. I, I don't know how you're going to get that. But you know, he's going around killing. And he map. basically he says, it, it was, here's the way he, uh, I know you can't laugh. It was in the patterns, the way you were attacking Gotham. Stand-ups, joke shops, comedy movies, shows. Okay, how about that I look at it? Now, I'm not as smart as the Riddler. Obviously. Maybe I'm looking at it, and the Joker's mad because there's other people telling jokes in town, and he wants to be the only one. <laughs> I, you know, how does he get that, that that's what he's targeting? That's because he can't laugh. And, he, and I like the idea of it, though. I like the idea that basically jokes are unpredictable, but him saying jokes are unpredictable, Batman is making it predictable. No, the joke that, that you know what I'm saying? You telling me telling you the joke doesn't make it predict. It's just the riddles I get. Riddler is in in the freaking prison, and he's mad because now all of a sudden they, they're not liking him or needing him as much. The problem is you don't set that up at the beginning. They say they keep going to him. Yeah. If they said that at first, the GCPD would go to the Riddler once, twice a week to solve until these riddles. Until that signal went up. Yeah, until, until I came around. Now they don't need him as much. That would make sense to me then. Then he's mad. Listen, and, and even to the, the surface level of this is when he got to do his thing. He got to be feel important and do his thing with the riddles and figuring out patterns. But the problem is Batman's doing them. But no, we just saw them come to him and he slits yeah. the throat of the guy. That, that party's over. And he's like, yeah, I can't get my riddles anymore. But, you know, you're in jail. <laughs> yeah, riddle me this. Uh, just it, it, he says, but I like the idea. I like the idea that they're mad because Batman is, is there and the jokes aren't hitting and the riddles are being solved. But really, it all boils down to Riddler realizes the Joker was going to kill Batman and he can't have that because he wants to kill him. That's all it and, is. And that's the whole thing, too. It's such a weird thing because we like in the back of your head, you know, we've had all this evolution over the time of these villains, you know, from them just being corny ass fucking yeah. characters in the 60s and 70s and shit like that. But the whole idea is that these characters, in my mind, need the Batman because they yeah. are like, yo, he is their equal, yeah. if not superior, and they need to be able to fucking dupe him and do yeah, like put one over. That's, you that's kill him, Joker. all the fun is over for yeah, both and the maybe, Riddler and the Joker. Who knows? You know what? Maybe that turns around that the Riddler is there and Joker already realizes this. And at the end, the Joker saves him because he needs him because that is a big trope with Joker and Batman. And again, I would like to think that this is going to be and where the Joker early, becomes Batman's villain. Exactly. And but not, like, you know, as early on as we are here, too, because I can see maybe they, they're not at that stage in their villainy, their relationship with Batman. Yeah, to to I would like to I'm see this is where but, it starts. The Joker should be all about, you know, trying to do these things to get like get a laugh yeah. out of the Batman, just yeah. do these over the top things. Not call it quits already because now he can't laugh out of nowhere, even though it seems like this is his first outing yeah. to a degree. Yeah, why can't he laugh? Tell me why. Now maybe we'll get it, but as a beginning of a story, I'm just like, okay, I get it. It's it's again, it's this quote unquote cool thing that the Joker can't laugh. 
Okay, I get it, but tell me, I need some substance to this. I need some substance to it. You find out that at the beginning he wanted to be this Joker, but he he didn't have it yet. This is pre-really the crazy laughing. I I don't know. Uh, Maybe we'll find that out. In the meantime, you you do have a thing where the the thing that sets this uh, in trouble for me right away is I thought that this was going to be the Riddler is a man of patterns. He's a man of logic. He's a man of, you know, order. He's yeah, going there is, and there is Joker chaos, but everything we've seen with Joker up into this, he's been pretty chaotic with how he sliced the, the guard's throat. He's going, you know what I mean? It, yeah. You don't get this where the Joker, this is a pretty badass, uh, I mean Riddler, this is a pretty badass Riddler, but it doesn't play into that logic versus chaos type deal for me in this uh but yeah at the joker basically is like listening because uh the riddler wants to team up we could go we could kill the batman together then we're both we're both happy then well you have your jokes i have the riddles we'll, we'll fucking have a grand old time joker gets a gun and shoots riddler in the stomach batman yep. says nobody can survive from that. He says well, it. That much blood loss, nobody survives right that. Point blank in the goddamn yep. stomach. You were blowing his back completely out of yep. my mind at this point, at this yeah. like, like yeah. level. Yeah, Batman shows up, and this is where Riddler says he has, he took my bomb. The Joker he ran, he left with the bomb. Now, I'm guessing that the That's Riddler just won it. Yeah, that it's a ruse, but it's it's not a riddle. <laughs> and yeah. I what bomb? Because then he goes off. And the funny thing is, is there Batman says, you know, I left I left the, the Riddler to die. He was going to die. There's no way he could survive. I left. Now you're wrong. You were wrong, Batman, because he says later, I asked him, he squeezed and, and blood filled his hand as if it were an old sponge. He told me later, dripping with water and soap, waiting to be wrung. And so while I chased the Joker, while I lost the Joker among the panic in the building, the Riddler got what, away what too. Panic? Yeah. And I also want to know, where is Selena saying, like, what happened to the bomb? Like, yeah. did he use the bomb? What happened to the bomb? Because that's where you have these, like, Riddler then says his last riddle. Hey, the, what the smartest man alive will always overlook one thing, his nose. And he goes up. Now, is that that he let him go and didn't realize he wasn't going to die? I, I don't know. I sat there. I'm trying to, I was trying to sit here before we got on tonight just to think to myself, like, all right, what what, what, what does this really mean to me? You know, like, you know, he, he's missing his nose in front of his face kind of thing. He doesn't see what's yeah, right in yeah, front of his face. Yeah, he doesn't see the, the, and, what's like, always but, there. What we're given here. He, he yeah. sees exactly what's in front of his face. He yeah. gets this fucking gunshot that should kill you. It should have gone through his goddamn back and made a huge ass Yeah, hole. like you said, there's, there's it should have shattered. This was a Barbara back. Gordon type deal when he shoots it's him in the stomach. It's even worse in my mind, yeah. the whole thing, because yeah, it was it's right there. Blank, and it's, yeah. there's no fucking blood out the back of his jacket. It's just yeah. right there at the front. And just, he gets up and he runs away. And I'm like, he runs away. I, I, I don't get the correlation. He like, yep. you. You were sitting there, and you said about the bomb. You're talking about the bomb because you didn't have a chance to make the bomb. So the reason he left is fucking nonsense. Yeah, I, I don't I, know. Yeah, I I don't know. But yeah, then you get a splash screen deal, a splash page where it's like, over the next months, I fought to hold the city together. Gotham divided, and and then fell. Torture, mayhem, havoc, betrayal, and you see all the great villains there. Now, oh, what yeah. I'm afraid of is this is just him doing this so we can get on from. This is what I want to see. I I I hope to God. That this is what we're going to get to see next issue. Not, you know, now it's, uh, what does he say? Does he say, he says the, uh, over the next month. Are we going to yeah. start the next issue months later? And go because this is I want to see Solomon Grundy beating the shit out of Killer Croc there. Yeah. I want to see Clayface fighting Man Bat. I want to see Deathstroke versus Man. Is this that we are getting this so that we can move on? Because this seems exciting as hell, and this is what I want. So I'm not going to say that I'm mad about it because I don't know what we're going to get. But it seems as if he's saying this to get by that to get to the next part of the Joker versus the Riddler when I want to see all of these villains. I want to see this mayhem. And also, it kind of throws to me like, God damn it! It's it's the year after Batman started up, and all of these villains are already well, just fucking wreaking havoc not, of the not city. Not only that, with the whole with the whole, all these villains we have in the splash page, for the most part, there's a few things that I have a little bit of problem with. But if you look at them, these are the opposite versions of our like some people similar like characters like the Joker and the Riddler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Poison Ivy going against life, each other. Mr. Freeze, death. You know, yep. you have the freaking Mad Hatter versus Scarecrow, which in my mind is dreams and nightmares. Yep. You have Scarf, uh, Scarface, and Van Troke versus Two-Face, you have two personas there and you have Deadshot, Dead, Deathstroke yeah, very they're, similar they're characters. They're basically the same. And like, you know, two fucking like, know powerhouse monsters, Solomon after. Grundy and Penguin's just there. He the couldn't Penguin figure and out Firefly, what to do. I don't know what's oh, going on. Oh, is it? Oh, I see Firefly. Yeah, what, 
and they're kind of whatever. I get what you're saying, but I want to see that. Oh, so do and I. And I'm really afraid that we're not going to because that's just – we just saw it, and now we're going to move on. But we go from there, and then we find out that this is Bruce telling this is Selena. Pillow talk. Yeah, it's pillow talk. And he's like, hey, people think they understand me, Alfred Gordon, the boys all of Gotham, and it's why even you, a man in pain trying to save who he can. They think, but they don't understand anything. Oh, thanks They a lot don't that, know Bruce. a damn thing about me. And I'm like – why are you such a dick? Like, I know that Batman's a mope, and he's a, he's a brooding man. This is a Batman that seems to hate everybody that loves him. Yeah. It's just like, now he's just talking to Selena. They don't fucking know. How about you tell them? Like, they don't know you, because unfortunately, you keep everything close to the vest, but I think that if you did some crazy and things, they might know a little. And then you promise you'll change. You never change yeah. that, man. and then he's like, and I know somebody had messaged Tom King on Twitter, and I agree when he's like, because they don't know, cat. And I'm like, God damn it. You, you asked her to marry you. She doesn't have her fucking outfit Please on. Call, call her Selena. Her, call her Selena. Yeah, just don't with this fucking cat. This whole thing, back in the day, too, you used to call her Selena all the time, even when she was in costume. Now going with this whole cat thing, is this your fucking pet name for each other now? Like, that you have to use? They don't have no idea. You have no idea. And she's just sitting there saying nothing. And then he can't even bring himself to have Batman say, like, hey, if we're going to get married, I want you to know about me. It's, yeah, but you have to be, you have to, before, before any of this. And you're like, okay, now what are you playing at? Uh, is this going to be a marriage? This any of this? Or is this something that's, you know, some fucking nonsense fucking trick down the line? Like strange arrangements that you're say, setting up to fucking then, help her out. Yeah, Selena should just be like, listen, you don't have to talk to me like a dick. Like, yeah. Here, you want to tell me you want to get this? Make it that you want to have the mopey Batman? Make him want to get this off his chest because he's never had somebody this close that he could talk to. Instead, hey, it's like, you don't fucking know me. Fuck you. Fuck you, Bruce. And yeah, what I did, what I had to do during the war of jokes and riddles. And it's just fucking fuck you. And the thing is, she is still wanted her because she's a criminal. She stole the night. Oh, <laughs> we don't know anything. We're never going to get a resolution to that fucking murder, mass murder deal. Uh, what are you yeah, talking about? He's, just, he's, going, he's falling asleep, but she's going out and stealing jewels like we saw yeah, him back she's on the Birds of Prey. On Birds of Prey. I just there you go. You have this thing where it's just the whole story drives me nuts now because it's just fucking ass wipe fucking Bruce telling the story naked in bed with Selena. You know what? I'm naked in bed with Selena. I ain't telling her about the war and jokes and riddles. I'm telling her the joke that's in my pants, and we'll all get a laugh, Eric. The party's in. I'm telling you, it'll be fucking hilarious. So you want the war of jokes and riddles? Look at this. I just I like the I like Michael Yannon's art, but it's just even that, like I said in my thing, everything just seems so sterile and is, just I almost like Michael like, Yannon's art too. I don't like how buff the Riddler is in this. Uh, I like he's him. too he's goddamn work, big. He's been in the yard. Eric has been working out in the yard. But yeah, I, I hate yard that. Time he now gets, here's the thing: I do like the, the art. So when I much. when I tell my score, I mean, Jesus Christ, you just bitched a moan for all this time, but. You know what I'm saying? The whole thing is I did like parts of it. I like that what Riddler said to Joker. I like when he was saying like, hey, listen, though we said it doesn't make complete sense to us in our mind. But I like that idea that Riddler figures this out. The Joker can't laugh. The Riddler's riddles are being solved by other people. And he needs, you know, they need to kill the Batman to do what they do. The problem is, like you said, it's kind of Batman the has Batman to be part of that equation. Are. Batman is part of that equation. Maybe they'll figure that out. Uh, but I gave it a 6 out of 10, which is probably higher than anybody would imagine uh, because there are some points I, I don't know. I just, it infuriates spe- like, me. The thing is, Tom King gets you with the spectacle because it is a spectacle, and you want to be mm-hmm. able to get into this whole goddamn thing. Yeah. It's just the overall presentation doesn't add up no it never does he has most of his issues now have boiled down to three big scenes and half the time they're just kind of i'm this is where the swamp thing issue where i went nuts that issue number 23 where you have things in that issue where i would say in my review or talking to people like well what happened here like why is this oh you just you have to fill in the blanks you have to no, I'm telling you, half I the don't. story is, you know, you, if you're watching a movie, a fucking big old thing would come up and say, scene missing. Yeah, you, you know what You know what tells me I don't have to fill in the blanks? The three ninety nine price tag. I'm fucking putting money in this guy's pocket to tell me a story. Tell me the story. Don't get all fancy. He gets so fancy that the thing wraps around in itself and then comes out the fucking left side, fucking wearing a tutu and dancing the fucking Watusi, Eric. I don't, I don't understand. That doesn't sound that fancy. That just sounds weird. 
No, that is fancy. That's what fancy things do. You oh. didn't know that? But yeah, what fancy. would you give Hello, it? What know. would you give it, Aaron? I'll tell you, I have to give it a 6 out of 10 as well. I don't want to go lower just because this no. is the setup for a big goddamn yes, arc. Yes, and it and is I a setup. And I want to be all about it. And the thing is, like, I love the art in this issue. It's just the characterizations of these people, of these villains that I yeah. love, just feel completely off to me, yeah, especially what, what, where we are in the timeline of events. Yes, and where where what drives me nuts about the characterizations, he is playing it both ways. He wants to show you this beginning and all that, but he's really relying on the standard cliched, you know, what we should know. Like if I said to anybody, oh, why is the, uh, why is the Joker doing that? You know, he's the Joker. This is oh. what I hear all around. It's like oh, it's because he's the Joker. Things. No, this is not the Joker. That I don't know that. Tell me what he's Joker. done up to here. He's killed 14 people. That's what it seems to be. Eh, it doesn't sound like the judge. Like, you have that he has done crazy shit. Well, they, he he should, was like, in Arkham you, twice and escaped already. He exactly, was doing this. For he, how what bored is it? he seems and he can't laugh how damaged he is for like the character he's supposed to be. It seems like he would have gone up against Batman like a, a bunch of times at this point already. Yeah, I see these reviews and I, I just, I think that a lot of people, that, like, and this is this is me being quite honest and, and hoping that these people are on the up and up. Nobody's faking the funk. I do think that they love Batman, uh, and they Batman. want they love the idea of this jokes and riddles because we're going to get the riddler and the Joker. And I just think that what they're doing is kind of trying to convince themselves that they like it more. I'm not, and you know, then there's the people who will say, "No, Jim, they're trying to get the DC to love them. They want Tom King to love them." There's going to be that as well. Yeah. But I do think that people want to lo- they want to love this story. This is the I next big story. story. I know, so do I. But you're you're not faking the funk, my friend. Also, I will say. And I, I want to point out the, one thing. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. I just want to point out one thing that is not Tom King's fault whatsoever. Uh, having the Joker show up at the end of the Forge last week really yeah. kills the, took you know, the, the steam big. Out of this. Yeah, it took the steam out of the Joker showing up, and that has nothing to do with him. That is not his yeah. fault at all, because at the point when the Joker first shows up, and, and even when he's doing his Heath Ledger impersonation walking away, uh, that would have been a big moment. But because we just saw the Joker last week, I think that that kind of fell flat. And yeah. it's a shame because that that she shouldn't have had that taken away from him. Uh, but what were you going to say? Do I was going to say remember? is that like we have the be- beginning of the, what I would think is the big arc. Besides for the like the the dark days, dark night stuff coming to the summer. Like this, yeah. alongside with that, is yeah. the big arc of the summer in my mind. Yeah. And I was I'm all about. It. Like I told you, I wanted to go in this, and I wanted to love it just to shove it in your fucking face. I know, but. I got done this book, and it wasn't like, you know, you know when he starts to think you want to have that wow factor, that thing yeah. that really captures your imagination and thinks, wow, wh- wh- where's it going to go from here? I got done. I felt numb inside. Yeah, I, like, I was kind of bored. Yeah. I know that there were big moments, but it was just kind of it was just kind of boring to me. I, maybe it's because Batman really wasn't in it, just the narration. Maybe that did it. He and was I in that for a little narration. bit. I hated yeah, I the narration too. so I, much. I, just, I don't think he You're has right, a grip 5. on his voice. <laughs> I don't think he has a grip on his voice. 5.5, Aaron. Uh, do I hear a 5? <laughs> no, I, I'm telling you, I my six is me wanting to love it, and I just yeah. I can't wait. There will be there will be a time, there will be an issue, and I hope it's next issue where well. all of a sudden I come on and I give it a nine five. And if I like the issue, this is not a vendetta that I have. It's not something I'm being an asshole. I, I swear to God to people, I'm not trying to prove a point. I just have some very big issues. They might be sometimes personal I think issues that too. But then I see the same thing you're talking about. God yeah, damn it! And, I know and, I'm not an asshole. Yeah, but Eric, <laughs> I sit there the whole week and I fucking I, I give you the fucking party line of me i give you jim's line and just I'm yell like, at here you. he goes again but it's true though what i said though when you read you saw it right yeah i did yeah it's just things are you know there only to shock and awe and when you actually sit back and look and you get past the shock and awe, you realize yeah that doesn't really add up this nope. doesn't add up very well uh so yeah we're gonna go with that but eric that is the end of the spotlight. Spotlight over. And I am going to tell you. Depressing. I know. It's. I, I know that some people, uh, when we first started the spotlights, they were like, hey, uh, even we said, you know what, maybe we should just do books we like. And I said, well, you know what, our, our whole theory is this is to dip your toe into our big podcast. We do have a very large pod- podcast that can be 13 hours long at, at times. And Crazy. I never wanted... 
uh, people to just think we're fun. Oh, look, these guys are good. They are positive. Listen oh, yeah. to these fucking guys. And then they show up for our regular podcast and <laughs> we kick them in the fucking face <laughs> with our negativity. Uh, so I, I don't mind having these, but I do think that you want to talk about it. If the people who hate us are still listening because of this, I just want to tell you. It really benefits us. You know, it doesn't benefit us to have people hate us. It doesn't benefit me to think, you know what? We'd be better off coming on and faking the funk and pretending we love this issue because maybe then we'll get a thousand people loving us instead of the 50 that are like, man, those guys tell the truth. Now, I I don't know the numbers, but just, just be aware of that. We, I realize that talking like this and and really telling how I feel and how you feel and being truthful, it does turn some people off, and it, it does tend to. I don't want to wanna feel this way either, because yeah. like you know, no matter what you might think after what I've said tonight, I love DC Comics. I, I love too. these superheroes. This is what it's I'm just, saying. Don't come off like we are not a site or a podcast that is like we don't sit there and I say, Eric, do you like that that Batman? Yeah, I loved it. No, not this week. We're going to pretend we hate it because then people Ooh, get, oh, get we're going to get clicks. It, we're not clickbait. This is not no. clickbait. I just – I really – I'm afraid that the last three issues that Tom King has given us, I have not liked, and it's starting to be a negativity fest with it. But just go back and look at my reviews for the I Am Gotham arc. I was one of the high – I love that arc. I think that arc stands with me as maybe one of my you know, top ten Batman stories. I loved it. I thought it was great. And then shit started going downhill, and it went downhill quickly to the point sure now where I just – he had a thing. He, he did tweet something. He's like, I don't know. I think I forgot how to be a good writer. And it's, I'm not going to make a joke about that, but I, like- I don't know if it's maybe because that I Am Gotham was such a new story and so fresh. It had two new characters that we were so confused about, and then it wrapped around, and he actually showed us this mystery that made sense. And now he seems to have gotten away from that, and I really do think that hes it's getting to him writing Batman. It's such a huge character, and when uh, a writer – I don't think we're going to get a lot of writers getting a big book like this. And Bat- Superman, I don't think as much, even though that's a big book, but Batman especially, I think that writers are afraid to have fun. If they come on the book and have fun, then people are going to be like, oh, he doesn't take it seriously. Oh, he doesn't get Batman because we've had so many years of a dark Batman that if you actually have fun, that's going to ruin your legacy. And I think that this even goes back to Rob Liefeld and Scott Snyder fighting about Batman where Scott uh, Rob Liefeld said, listen, you write Batman. You'll be done and somebody else will write Batman and then the next person and the next person. I think it does fuck with people because you have a book that's going to sell no matter what. So you can't have – you can't go in the DC offices and say or to anybody hey i must be good it sells they'll just throw it right in your face like rob liefeld did batman always sells so yeah. now you have to have this legacy going forward of that you have to do something different or you have to be and i think tom king wants to be this intellectual batman who's more human he doesn't like the super god you know god bat he needs the human bat, but it just doesn't play right. There, there's a fine line, and I don't think he's treading. It really it, it makes me sad, actually. It, it does. I'd love to come on here and, and love Batman because while he, isn't Batman. My, while he isn't my favorite character, it's because he's a given, Eric. He should be everybody's favorite character. Him and Superman and Wonder Woman should be in the Trinity by themselves. Then you pick your favorite characters because everybody should love those three characters. And that's as why far I stand as, off and say I like yeah, Green Lantern. Suck it. And I'm Dick Grayson. And the thing is with that, to have DC Comics healthy and going forward kicking ass, you need those three characters to be kicking ass themselves. And not only that, the Justice League. Yeah, and the Justice League. Well, I even count it because they're in it. Like anything they're involved with should always kick it. And it's starting to make me upset. But we're going to talk about what we're going to talk about in the main podcast here because we have a bunch of books this week. Uh, All-Star Batman. Number 11 we'll be talking about, and that's Scott Snyder and Raphael Albuquerque. I'll give you a little little hint here. Ooh. I loved it. And nice. there, right away. And it's not, oh, look at Mr. Scott Snyder fan. No, I like that Batman in that. So, And it's really turned around from that first long arc. Uh, Aquaman, number 25, people are going nuts about the art and that. Everybody loves it. Yeah, I haven't uh, even looked at it yet, but the freaking yeah, Twitter's blowing up about Aquaman. It looks so great. Uh, Batman, number 25, which we just talked about, will be in there. Batwoman, number 4. Green Arrow, number 25. We have a big cliffhanger at the end of that one, baby. Green Lantern's number 25, Eric. We, we find out 
about some answers and some other mysteries, right? Uh, we we yeah. get some stuff with the exercise yeah. edition. Yes, we do. Harley Quinn number 22, Justice League number 23, which is a Tom DeFalco and Tom Derenick issue, so no Brian Hitch. We have Nightwing number 23, continuing the blockbuster story. Uh, Superman number 25, which ends the uh, Black the Dawn. Black yeah. Dawn, yep. Uh, we also have Trinity number 10, and we may have Wildstorm number 5. I don't know if Jeremy's going to have his uh, audio thing with that, but also I want to mention that if you go over to our Patreon again, I, I don't want to bother it, bog people down, but we have the Patreon, patreon.com slash weird science, and that is the pick of the week for the exclusive uh, spotlight there that you have to go to Patreon to get is Super Sons number 5, and then there'll be a bonus uh, spotlight on the weekend with the Looney Tunes Wonder Woman Tasmanian Devil special number one and Lobo Roadrunner number one. And that's it, Eric. Eric, what is your pick of the week of this spotlight? I would have to say it's <laughs> Batman. Batman it is. See, I, I knew I'd be able to find some way to end positive. But, yeah, uh, I just – I hope it gets better. And please don't hate us. Don't hate please. us. We don't, we don't like to be hated. But, Eric, what do we say at the end? Turn that spotlight off. Spotlight off. Oh!